0: Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical
1: worldview. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for uh, joining me. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> the uh,
0: <laughs>
1: I, I say this all the time, and it, it, forgive me, but how do these people get elected? We were just talking about San Francisco, people getting fed up with what's going on in San Francisco, the, the drug use, the the human feces all over the streets, and people are finally saying, done, finished, out of here. And, and yet, I can almost guarantee you in the next election, the people who believe what the current administration believes in San Francisco will get either elected or re-elected. It elected it, it makes no sense to me at all. And then... Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Beautiful city. Charlotte is a just a wonderful city, wonderful area. And yet listen to this. This is from a local news source in the Charlotte, North Carolina area from one of their TV stations. You ready for this? Let me let me quote. Dateline Charlotte, North Carolina. Channel 9 was the first to break the news that the Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department will no longer charge people for violating city ordinances. Say what? They are announcing that they will no longer charge people for violating city ordinances? Uh, Like what city ordinance? All of them? All of them? Yeah. Let me continue. Quote, City ordinances including playing loud music, panhandling, littering, trespassing, curfews, animal abuse, and more. The Charlotte-Mecklenburg Police Department has instructed officers not to arrest or charge anyone criminally for any violation of a city ordinance until further notice. Can you imagine? Announcing this to the general public. Hey, uh, folks, we just want you to know um, you you can do basically anything you want. We're not going to arrest you. We're not going to charge you because we can't. Now, This is due to a new law passed back in September, quote, decriminalizing some city ordinances. And the law is very specific. There are some city ordinances now that cannot be enforced in the state of North Carolina. You say, well then why aren't they enforcing any city ordinances? I continue to quote from the story. The city of Charlotte has not finished its review process yet. So as of December 1st, none are enforceable. Now, get this straight. This state law was passed in September, and it listed some city ordinances in the state that could no longer be enforced. I don't know what they are, but they are enumerated in the law. This is now December, and the city of Charlotte has not taken the time to actually read the law to see which ordinances in Charlotte are impacted by this. So since they haven't had time to read the law they have just announced we're not we're not going to enforce any city ordinances. "Quote: We are reviewing our city ordinances to determine which ones should remain with criminal penalties." Now I don't know how long this law is, but you would think that they could assign three, four, five, six people to read the law and make a quick list, Okay, these are the city ordinances that can't be enforced. Everything else is okay. (sighs) A city official said, and I quote, Since passage of the law in September, our office has been working with the administration to assist in determining which ordinances should continue to be enforced with criminal penalties. Wow. (laughs) Um, And I have a feeling those Charlotte, North Carolina politicians are still taking in salaries. Uh, Since we're talking about politicians... Uh this is something I didn't know. Uh dateline Tallahassee, Florida. You ready for this? This is an ABC News story. In Florida for the first time in modern history, registered Republican voters outnumber Democrats. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis is heading into a re-election campaign buoyed by a national profile and a cash reserve unmatched by any Democratic challenger, and Republicans control virtually all of state government. For the first time in modern history, the state of Florida has more registered Republicans than than democrats now with a with a state that you would think would lean conservative why through all of these years have they had a majority of democrats <laughs> where do the people who live in florida come from liberal northern states they move there for weather they move there for taxes they move there for a lot of reasons and they took their Democratic Party loyalty with them. But guess what? They're getting sick and tired of the Democrats. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if uh, Ron DeSantis does run for president uh, in the next presidential election. I, for one, hope he does. And I know this is going to make some of you upset. And I don't mean to, and I don't want to upset you. I hope Donald Trump does not run again. For a whole host of reasons. Uh, number one is age. Uh, he is much, 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 much more mentally acute than our current president. But um By the time he would finish his term, he would be way up there in years. And then I appreciate so much that Donald Trump did when he was in office. And I mean that sincerely. And if you're a regular listener and have been a listener for a long time, you know what I'm saying is true. I was a very strong supporter of. Of the overwhelming majority of the things that Donald Trump did, I think if you look at his presidency as a whole, I think it was a great, great success. But I don't believe he could be elected again. I don't. And I think some younger uh, members of the Republican Party who have proven their conservative credentials like Ron DeSantis? Uh, I think, yeah, again, what do I know? If, if Ron DeSantis were to run in the next election against Joe Biden, I don't think he's going to run for re-election. Or Kamala Harris, I think it'd be a cake, cakewalk. I think Ron DeSantis would win Easily, And I firmly believe that Ron DeSantis is just as conservative as Donald Trump. I think he is just as pro-life as Donald Trump. I think he has all of the positive characteristics and policies of Donald Trump uh, without some of the baggage. And then again, I am saying I am grateful for what Donald Trump did. And I wish he was president now rather than what we've got. But we're talking three years from now. And um, right now, could change. Ron DeSantis is right at the top of my list. He's done an incredible job in Florida. Even with covid uh, with the rise of COVID numbers all across America, Florida has the lowest number in America. Anyway, we'll see.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
1: I I am not Catholic, as most of you know, but uh, if I was, I would be terribly concerned about the direction of my church, and I know a lot of Catholics, and almost all of them that I know are indeed very, very concerned about about the uh, direction of their church. I don't ever remember a time when the Catholic Church was so embroiled in controversy, division, disunity. You've got the American Conference of Catholic Bishops that are just incredibly divided over whether... Catholic politicians should be given communion. They spent months on trying to develop a statement, and then the Vatican got involved, and the Vatican kind of warned them, you better not keep the President of the United States. Now again, this was through back channels, but that was the message that was sent from the Vatican to the American Conference of Catholic Bishops. Hey, stand against abortion, that's fine, but don't 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 ever decline communion to the president of the United States. That would be politically bad and blah, 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 blah. The continuing sexual scandal, not only here in America, but around the world. Uh, High-ranking officials involved in the finances of the Vatican in a scandal. There's just so much going on. And right at the center of almost all of the controversy is the Pope. And he continues to give mixed signals. One day he is uh, affirming Catholic doctrine, traditional Catholic doctrine. This is what we believe. This is what we're always going to believe. And then the next day he is questioning Catholic doctrine and the whole thing of same-sex marriage, homosexuality, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Catholics are getting very, very confused, and there is enormous division within the Catholic Church. Oh, by the way, by the way, I used to get emails at least two, three, sometimes four times a week from Catholics for Choice. Uh, If you're a regular listener, on many occasions I read to you emails that I received from Catholics for choice. And I have said, wait a minute. If you're really a Catholic, you can't be for choice. You can't be for abortion. The Catholic Church is very clear on its teaching of abortion. You may believe in abortion. But you cannot be a good Catholic. You can't. But this Catholics for Choice organization. So I would get emails two, three, four times every week. Well, about three weeks ago, I got an email from Catholics for Choice. And they said, "Uh, we want to get on radio programs. Do you know? And now they didn't know. I have no idea how I got on their mailing list. But I'm on everybody's email list. And they didn't send... They didn't add me because they knew I did a radio program. So anyway, anyway, uh, we want to get on the radio if you know it. So anyway, I sent them an email. I said, hey, my name is Bob Bernie. I work for Salem Media. I do an afternoon talk show host in Columbus, Ohio. I would love to have you on my program. And I wanted to. I wanted to ask them, hey, here's what your church teaches about abortion. You reject that. How in the world can you call yourself a good Catholic? How do you do that? So anyway, and I, by the way, I didn't say, hey, I want to I want to get you on the air and embarrass you. I just said, I would love to have you on the air. When can we do uh, an interview? Well, it took two or three days to get an answer, and I finally got an answer. Uh, when were you thinking about? I said, oh. I'm on the air every afternoon, 3.30 to 6. I can make almost any time work. Just let me know. It's several days, and uh, I get another answer. You know what? Um, We don't have any of those times available. I wrote back and said, 3.30 to 6, any day of the week, any week of the year, you don't have any of those available? I said, okay. Tell you what. We can pre-record it. You tell me when you are available, and we'll pre-record it. Well, I waited several days, and I get an answer back. Um, We don't think we can make time for your interview. Here's what I know happened. They checked out who I was. They checked out my record, I would assume, on pro-life issues and so forth. And they wanted no part of talking to you or talking to me. And that was the last email I have received from Catholics for Choice. I have been removed from their mailing list. Hmm, interesting. (laughs) All right. I wanted to get into a story about the Vatican. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. All right, folks, thanks you, thank you for joining me. Hope you have a wonderful evening. But please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. think, Discern.
0: Discern